As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Sales Babble Podcast, episode 207, The Key to Authentic Sales, an interview with Jeff Davis. Welcome to Sales Babble, the podcast that shares selling secrets for non-sellers. And now your host, Pat Helmers. Hello, sales babblers. This is Pat Helmers. And guess what? I am so excited. Daylight savings time has just kicked in. <laughs> Winter is such a struggle for me, folks, sales babblers. It is such a struggle. And uh, I was so excited that yesterday evening I was able to barbecue on the deck. And it was, uh, it, was, it was a little chilly, but not too bad. But more importantly, the sun had not gone down yet. Ah, spring is on its way. I did something very interesting last week. I think I've mentioned this before. I am very excited, and actually I'm quite crazy about cryptocurrencies. I started investing in Bitcoin last year, and uh, I can't get enough of it. And I'm actually starting a meetup this week. It's going to be a monthly meetup in St. Charles, Illinois on a Thursday evening. It's going to be at the makerspace that I work out of called Fox Build. And, um, and because of that, I actually decided to... Add the ability on Sales Babble for you to donate to Sales Babble if you want to support this podcast and all the great things that we do. I've added a donate key, a donate button on the website, and you can actually donate Bitcoin to me if you want. And I'll be adding other cryptocurrencies over time. But then uh, some people mentioned that they don't know anything about cryptocurrency. So if you want to give me dollars, you can do that. I have a Venmo QR code on there. Or you could become a Patreon supporter. That's kind of like a monthly supporter. You know, people can give as little as like a dollar a month to support. And uh, and if you do that, I'd be more than happy to to give you a uh, refine your pitch little little pitch class that I have a video class um, for supporting us because that's it's really great. <laughs> All the support that I get from Sales Babbler, and some people would like to monetarily do that. And uh, and as a salesperson, I would be foolish not to put myself out there and actually ask for the sale. So if you'd like to donate, that would be great. But enough of that chit-chat. Uh, today, in this episode, we're going to meet longtime Sales Babble listener Jeff Davis. He's the author of the new book, The Power of Authentic Leadership, And in this episode, Jeff and I discuss the importance of sellers embracing a leadership role and applying their personal value systems when they sell. Because if you do that, you can build trust with prospective clients. 
Clients can read a mile away if you don't buy into the products and services that you're selling. And uh, what Jeff's going to do is going to give us a three-step process for authenticity. Now, at the end of the podcast, he's also going to be giving away a free copy of his book. So make sure and listen all the way to the end. So with no further ado, let's get to it. Welcome, Jeff. Are you ready to babble? Pat, I was born ready. All right. Jeff, you and I actually met through the Sales Babble podcast, and I think it was like when I first started, like two, three years ago. You were a listener. Yes, I was. It was, uh, like you said, about three years ago, and I loved what you were doing, putting out your sales wisdom to the world, and I resonated with your message. So I'd like to commend you, Pat, for uh, doing a great job with what you're doing in the world and how you're helping others. I think that's, uh, well, that's really kind of you. <laughs> Thank you. But, uh, <laughs> but, but I wasn't fishing for compliments here. Actually, um, you've been in sales for a long time, but it's interesting that you have taken that, that experience and you've just came out with a new book called The Power of Authentic Leadership. So it begs the question, what's leadership got to do with sales? That is a great question. Like you said, um, fairly recently, June of 2017, that I came out with this book, The Power of Authentic Leadership. And um, I do want to mention that the book I wrote before this was called Reach Your Mountaintop. It won an award. And I'm mentioning this, Pat, because I featured you in this book, Reach Your Mountaintop. Now, what leadership has to do with sales is that we as uh, sales professionals are always in some way putting ourselves out there. We're putting our credibility on the line. We're putting our our uh, products in the uh, eyes of the customer in a way that is pretty, pretty frightening sometimes because that customer is going to decide if they can trust us. What leadership has to do with sales is when you're authentic, when you're genuinely yourself, when you are caring about the customer, when you're serving their needs, and when you have no hidden agenda, ironically, that is exactly when you'll most effectively connect with that potential customer. So the same skills that go into the best leaders, in fact, go into the very best sales professionals. People are often afraid to take a leadership position because I think, and I'm not, and I don't want to speak for everybody, but sometimes maybe they don't really trust the products that they sell or the services they sell, or they don't really truly understand what they really do for customers, they're, they're in very shaky ground. Yes, that's absolutely true. And my thoughts on there that I'd like to uh, respond to, because this is another great question, is, is a couple things. One, I want to piggyback off what you said in people not fully buying into the products and services they're selling. You need absolute buy-in to what you're selling. And Pat, this is not paying lip service to it. It's not... Uh, pretending or, or that you bought in, it's not even somewhat buying, and you have to absolutely believe in the product or service. What people do is that they actually sabotage themselves. So like you said, they are a little bit hesitant to take those leadership roles. They don't fully connect with the power of what they're selling. And then the second half of that is that they're actually uh, sabotaging themselves by not fully conveying that enthusiasm for the product to their customers, that's a lose-lose situation because now that customer loses their belief in not only the product, but even worse than that, it causes them to lose their belief in the sales professional. 
So how can people overcome this? Yeah, that's a, definitely the, the most obvious question that arises here. Now, there's a couple things that can overcome this, and this stems from my research and talking to some of the most effective, iconic leaders on the planet, CEOs, world-renowned uh, um, leaders of organizations. We're talking politicians and even a billionaire. Um, the first step is to specifically know your values. Um, the reason why this is so important is because people pay lip service to knowing their values, but they don't actually do it. What I want to emphasize here, Pat, to your listeners, is that it's not what you know, it's what you apply. Know and apply your values. Now, the next step after that is to make sure that your values are aligning with what you're selling. Um, I don't like to um, necessarily have the sales professional think that they're pushing someone onto something. What they're actually doing is they're helping somebody. They're actually solving a need. They're actually providing a genuine solution. The way to believe fully in your product is to make sure that your values align with what you are in fact selling. When those two things align, it eliminates the stress, it increases enthusiasm, and Pat, the bottom line goes up. Know your values and make sure that your values align with selling. 100%. Know your values, apply your values, and make sure that your values are, are aligning with the mission of the product you're, you're selling. So, for example, if you're selling um, a subscription to a magazine, the subscription to the magazine may not necessarily equate directly to your value, but if your values agree and align with the mission of that overall organization, that's perfect. So making sure that your values are tying into the overall mission of that product and service will then help you understand why you're doing what you're doing. And when you have the values and you're applying your values and you have the why, that's when you make some real sales. Let's do another concrete example. Let's say I work for Spacely Sprockets. Remember from the Jetsons? And I, yes. se I sell sprockets that are used by manufacturers all over the world. In fact, I'm not really certain exactly what all the different kinds of machines these things are in. I, have, I certainly have a set of values, you know, that I live in my, in my personal life, you know. What's that got to do with sprockets? Yes. So let's take this example from the Jetsons with, with these sprockets and they're uh, providing these to manufacturing companies and organizations around the world. Your values, let's take, for example, let's get con concrete and specific. Let's say that one of your values is integrity, which, by the way, is a common value I found amongst all of the authentic leaders that I interviewed for this book. If you value integrity, a sprocket itself doesn't have integrity, but your overall company, of course, the, the company that's selling those sprockets can have integrity. And yep. the way you sell those sprockets when you're meeting with your potential customers, when you're out there talking to people, when you're out there identifying needs, is exactly when you can use integrity to your advantage. If your mission is to sell sprockets and therefore you are aligned with an organization that also has integrity, which aligns with your values, when you're out there identifying needs, you can then focus on um, benefits rather than features. So rather than just listing like 80 million different features of the sprocket, what you can actually do, Pat, is focus on 
the benefits the sprocket will have to the overall company of the person who's using it. And that's, again, where you can tie in your value. It may not be to the sprocket itself, but it can be in the process of selling. It can also be in the end result of the specific product you're selling in terms of how it's being implemented in the company and what they will benefit from. Hmm. What you, you said something there that really piqued my interest. You said that there, that integrity was, was a common value that leaders had. What are the other ones? Yes, that's a, um, another great question. Love this, Pat. You are very, very good at, um, uh, asking questions, which in <laughs> fact makes you an excellent sales professional. So one of the common values, of course, was integrity, as I said. Another common value was no hidden agenda. Let me explain that to make sure we're on the same page here. No hidden agenda can, of course, mean that, yes, you are selling something. You are obviously have some kind of product or service you want people to buy. What no hidden agenda directly means is that you have something that comes higher than making money. You're still making money, yes, absolutely. While you're making money, what comes higher than that would be serving others, helping others, caring for others. And Pat, this is not paying lip service to it. The authentic leaders I interviewed, to the core of their bone, to the center of their soul, to, I mean, to the very heart of who they were, they genuinely cared for other people. They genuinely had other people's well-being and best interests at heart. And there is a huge, huge, huge misconception in the world of sales professionals in that some people think salesmen and saleswomen are sleazy. And that's simply not the case. In fact, yes, it might be the case with some of the ones who aren't doing it right, but the very best sales professionals don't have a hidden agenda. What that simply means is that they care about their customer. They're serving them and helping them. And then... After that comes the, the selling. Um, another uh, key point that I'd like to highlight is that a lot of the leaders I spoke to, they had a vision. They had a vision for their lives. They had a vision for their careers. They had a vision for their families. And they also had a vision for their, uh, the overall uh, goals of, of the world. I don't mean this to sound in, in any way in an, in an overly motivational kind of way, but and I want to be practical here. Let's say one of your goals is to uh, reduce homelessness. Well, some of the leaders I talked to had a vision to specifically enact initiatives that would help people who are homeless. That's just one example. It could be helping people who um, might be dealing with um, suicidal thoughts. It could be helping people who are dealing with financial struggles. It's about tying those um, values we talked about earlier into your vision and when you, when you have a vision that you believe so strongly in, Pat, you'll find that the vision actually pulls you towards it because you believe so strongly in it. Very common theme of mm. authentic leaders. Any others? Yes, absolutely. So we've touched on, you know, of course, the vision, of course, having no hidden agenda. We touched on uh, integrity. And then I've also talked about um, knowing and applying your values. Um, what I would also like to talk about is the power of initiative, of taking initiative. Uh, all leaders have initiative. This is a deceptively simple point because it's easy to say to ourselves, yeah, we're taking action, but what the best leaders do is that they're looking at their lives and they're looking at how they can specifically take action in all of those 
areas of their lives to get to where they want to be. You can't wait on other people. You have to go out there and you have to make it happen. And what I've found is that when some of the um, lower performing people in society, no judgment here, by the way, when they're not doing as well as they'd like to, they're often blaming others. They're often blaming outside circumstances. I found the very best leaders are taking absolute full responsibility. And by taking full responsibility, it then gives them the power to take initiative to fully serve the best interests of themselves, but more importantly, of others and the world. Yeah, we really have to do that in sales. Especially, you know, we're the face of the customer, uh, the face of our company, right? So, yes. So we're the ones that have to be, you know, to take initiative in order to earn new clients. We're the ones that have to be responsible for problems that our company makes, right? If our company goofs, <laughs> we're the ones that got to say, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I apologize. Even though it wasn't specifically you. But you have to do that. Somebody has yes. to do that for the company and initiative. Any others? I'd say another one that um, that comes to mind in terms of um, you know some of the uh, authentic leaders that I've talked to is that they're um, they're willing to put the I, I mentioned values, but I want to take this a level deeper because this is about practical information and applying in our lives. The best authentic leaders will put their employees before money, power, and ego. Um, this is huge. I mean, this one I've, I've shared in some of the speeches I've given to some of um, the high-level leaders like CEOs, and it resonated very deeply with them. I got some um, good feedback on that. So let me, let me give you a quick example. Let's say you have a very, very, very cruel, nasty client. Now, Pat, I'm, I'm not talking about someone who's mean every now and then it happens, but I'm talking about a client who's really, really badgering one of your employees. The best authentic leaders will actually put their employee before money, profits, and ego. They'll, and ego. They'll put their employee before the client. What I love about the best leaders I've talked to is that, in fact, they're serving their employees, and employees serve the clients. Sometimes leaders get it mixed up and they think, oh, well, we're always serving clients. And yes, your employees are serving clients. Of course, the clients come first. But as, the, as a leader, you need to make sure that you're putting your employees before money, profits, and ego. So to wrap up my example here, as I share this point, the best leaders will actually fire very, very difficult clients. I worked for a company once where a leader the CEO of the organization, he actually fired one of our most difficult clients because that client was consistently badgering me without reason and without any justified, uh, real, uh, in fact, just genuine reason why they were doing it. And I use that as an example because um, the best authentic leaders will, in fact, protect their employees. And they will oftentimes, if needed, even get rid of those most difficult clients, even if it means a little bit less money. Hmm. With that said, let me be a bit of a contrarian. I think of like Apple and GE and Oracle, and some of these companies are like famous for having terrible salespeople, 
you know, shoving crap down customers' throats, making them purchase things or forcing them to purchase things they don't really need. Salespeople who are extremely aggressive, assertive, all about making a buck, only about making a buck. These companies have been have been successful <laughs> with this point of view. Yes, that's a that's a very valid point. That's it, and and um, I like that you bring it up. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna further clarify the point I just made, and then tie it directly in my answer to you. Um, when I say um, getting rid of your most difficult clients, by no means am I saying to ignore the bottom line or to oh, yeah. hurt the company. I fired. I fired clients. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> because okay. they're just more work than they're worth. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, glad we're on the same page there. So, companies like you said, like a like an Apple, that they're they're crushing it in the market. They're doing well, but they have notoriously bad customer service. I, um, you feel free to um, disagree with me if you'd like, but my take on this is that we're, you're actually taking um, these mega giant companies who are in fact exceptions to the rule and you're pointing them out. So Apple has so much ridiculous amounts of income, they can get by with not the best customer service. But a lot of the small, medium, and yes, even uh, large companies that I work with and that I've uh, spoken to the leaders of, they need to have strong customer service. They need to have their employees to possess the mindset that each customer they talk to is the most important person in the world. I would say that an Apple, a GE that has uh, oodles and oodles of money coming in, they can get by with not the best customer service. But a lot of times, um, success will often lead companies to failure because if you don't have the best customer service when you're at the top, there's going to be some other company that's going to surpass you eventually. Yep. Eventually. So for a sales professional, what advice do you have? What's something they can go and take action on? You know, some of our listeners here are sales babblers. What's something they could do this week that could actually make a difference in their, in, in the bottom line? Yeah, something they can do this week that would make a difference in the bottom line is to um, attend more events where you can meet people face-to-face. A lot of the times, as salespeople are facing rejection, and that's a natural part of the process to get to your sale because every no is one step closer to your yes. We get so caught up in emails and sometimes even calling people Calls can be great. Emails can be great, but there's no substitute for face-to-face. What, something practical that sales babblers can do is they can get out there and look up, um, Pat, look up all the organizations in the area. These can be um, business networking groups. They can be Rotary Clubs, Kiwanis Clubs, Lions Clubs. They can be Chamber of Commerce events. Um, they can be speaker networking groups. They can um, be even uh, just a general masterminding group. But the more you get out there and talk to people, the more referrals you can get. And uh, even if you're at, for example, a B&I group, if you're getting someone to refer you, that will definitely increase your sales. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think it's going to be tough for some people. You know, some people, they're, you know, they're SDRs. They're, whole, they're in a, a cold calling yeah. boiler room and they're... Yeah. 
Yeah. They never, ever shake hands with the people they talk to on the phone. But I do believe this. I believe when you meet people face-to-face, for real, for real, it makes a huge difference. And there's so many things that you can pick up by reading their facial expressions. And you you can learn so much by by getting real. Yes, absolutely. That's the key. That face-to-face interaction is, is huge. Yeah, yeah. So how can people find you, Jeff? Yeah, so the best way to find me would be to check out my website, jeffdspeaks.com. One more time, that is J-E-F-F-D, D as in dog, or for my last name, Davis, Jeff D, and then speaks, plural, dot com. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash author Jeff Davis. On Instagram, I'm JLD016, and on Twitter, I am Jeff Davis 27 Find me at any of those handles, and I'd be more than happy to connect. Excellent, excellent. And where can people find your book? Yes, so um, my book is available on Amazon uh, worldwide. Uh, if you just go to Amazon, you can either type in my name, Jeff Davis, or the book, uh, The Power of Authentic Leadership, and we'll come right up. And now that you mentioned the book, I'd also like to offer a special offer to your listeners as a sincere thank you for uh, listening to what I had to say here and to listening to your thoughts and our conversation. I would like to offer a free PDF copy of The Power of Authentic Leadership just for your listeners listening to this. To get that, they can email my executive assistant, Meg, at meg, M-E-G, at jeffdspeaks.com. One more time, that is meg, M-E-G, at jeffdspeaks.com. Just say that you heard me on the Sales Babble podcast, and she'll be more than happy to send you a free PDF your way of the book. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'll make sure and put all those links in the show notes so that if anybody's driving right now, they don't have to, like, you know, pull out a pen and start writing notes on their palms of their hands or anything like that. I'll make sure you get that. Jeff, thanks. Thank you very much for visiting us here on Sales Babble and, uh, and getting on the other end of the microphone. My pleasure. My pleasure. And I thank you for having me and keep up the fantastic work you're doing. You're making a big difference in the world. Oh, thanks. Take care. Wasn't that great stuff? I really appreciate that. Again, his three-step value, Jeff's three-step process here was the, the first thing you need to know is your own personal values. Have you really thought about that, what you believe in, what's important to you? And the next thing is to apply those values to the products and services that you're selling. Are you truly solving a need? Are you genuinely providing a solution to to, to your customers and to your clients? And number three, to make sure that those two things align, both your personal values and the values that your your products and services, your company provides to its customers. That's how you're going to build trust. People can read if those things don't matter to you. If you're just trying to make a buck <laughs> and selling stuff that you don't totally believe in, that's really the trick. To connect with Jeff and to get the links to his uh, to his website, you can find them in the show notes at uh, www.salesbabble.com slash 207. That's 207. And there, too, you can find a link for the free book that he is giving away and his book, The Power of Authentic Leadership. While you are there, if you got a question, got a comment, don't hesitate to reach out and click on the Babble Me link, and I'd be more than happy to uh, answer any and 
any and all of your questions. If you could do me a favor, and if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could share it with your friends, that would be really great. If you're, are you on iTunes? If so, scroll down right now if you're using that app and uh, give us a five-star review. That would be really awesome. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the, of the podcast, uh, if you'd like to share a little love with me, donate. Hit the donate button. I would really appreciate that. Um, that's it for today. Until next week, take care and have a highly successful and profitable selling day. Thank you for listening to the Sales Babble Podcast. Find us at www.salesbabble.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.